0: How was packing up everything in your place, Ethan?
1: It was alright. Had to try to fit everything in my apartment into an itty-bitty storage unit.
0: Mm, not easy, huh? I find nothing difficult. <laughs> right. My bad. Was it less easy than many of the other easy things you do?
1: Oh, uh, most
0: definitely. I've got it, though.
1: You know, uh, I had... I knew how much space I had and the size of everything I needed to make fit. I just I just had to make it fit together, you know? Like Tetris. If you're a nerd? That's, that's more like the life philosophy of the Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, where my storage is like the universe and the items within it are like the, uh... Oh, I'm,
0: I'm gonna stop you right there. That is 12 times nerdier than anything I just said. I referenced a game about falling blocks with a huge cultural footprint. You're referencing an obscure Chinese philosopher that maybe, I don't know, 12 people have heard of? Oh, my dear wholesome. Mmm, I just said something stupid, didn't I? I mean, your words, not mine. Are you going to create an entire Philosophy Podcast episode to emphasize your rightness, my wrongness, and to help boost your feelings of intellectual superiority?
1: As I always do, yes. This time we can
0: focus on the philosophy of Taoism. Am I going to play the theme song right now? You'd better. Don't be Aristotle by your play knowledge, cause we got our game I like. we will Vici, and Nici, and we'll never miss the marks, cause I'm awesome. Season, and this is our podcast show.
1: Welcome back to the show you've always wanted without knowing you wanted it. A place
0: where we raise lots of questions and answer none of it's them. It's not about the
1: destination,
0: it's all about that journey. Some of you know the deal. We take the tension out of pretension. So we're just pre? Don't look too closely at that. Anyway, we make a philosophy accessible and relevant. Ethan does the teaching, I bring the relevance. So, going back to the teaching. Wholesome, you've never heard of Lao Tzu? I mean, not in any way that's stored in long-term memory now.
1: Oh, are you trying to avoid the topic by baiting me into our discussion about identity and memory from episode 3?
0: I feel like you're finding a lot of hidden meanings in everything I'm saying. I'm not that smart, man. We we both know that. Well, let's see if we can get you a little bit smarter.
1: Um, I can try by relating this to something you probably enjoy. You may not have heard of Lao Tzu, but I'm pretty sure you've heard of Winnie the Pooh.
0: Oh, for sure. Love that fluffy little fella in his fashionable red shirt. Ah, and his lack of
1: pants, you would. Well, Winnie the Pooh might be one of the best pop culture representations of Taoism or Taoism and Lao Tzu's specific philosophy.
0: Hmm, that's just the hook I needed. I'm in.
1: You want to go ahead and explain Winnie the Pooh to our listeners?
0: Really? That one's not self-explanatory? Well, I mean, you're the pop culture guy, I want you to feel a little bit useful, you know, this episode. <laughs> First time for everything. Uh Winnie the Pooh is a yellow, anthropomorphic bear with a t-shirt four sizes too small who spends his time just trying to get some sweet, sweet honey. Aren't we all? Ew. No. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his best friend is Christopher Robin, a young boy who uh knows Pooh and all the creatures in the Hundred Acre Wood. Those other friends include Piglet, Tigger, and the ever-depressed Eeyore, who has had a uh, depressing resurgence and <laughs> a mental health conscious age.
1: All right. That's uh, surprisingly comprehensive.
0: Oh, and there's a theory that each of the creatures in the wood represent a personality disorder within Christopher Robin. Like Mm -hmm. rabbit representing OCD, Eeyore representing depression, piglet representing anxiety, and so forth. All right, so that I did not know, and it's absolutely fascinating, but we'll have to get back to that
1: another time. Mm Yeah. Though, what those characters struggle with is... Fundamental to representing how Taoism suggests you deal with life and its myriad problems. Hit me. Well, to start, let's talk about the vinegar tasters.
0: That doesn't sound like my number one pick for careers.
1: Not a fan of vinegar?
0: Let's just say it's not the first flavor I ask for in my coffee.
1: Well, that's perfect, because there are these three old men tasting a pot of vinegar in this traditional Chinese painting, right? So one man reacts sourly. And then the next man reacts bitterly. And then the last man reacts with a
0: sweet expression. And they're all tasting the same pot. I don't think that CDC recommended during these trying times.
1: It's not a real picture, and the people were from approximately 2,500 years ago or so, so
0: no COVID-19 threat back then. Oh, yeah, only plagues of locust and, you know, the like.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> so the three men are respectively Confucius the Buddha and Lao Tzu. Their reactions to the vinegar speak to how their philosophies saw the world. Confucius thought the world was a sour place that needed to be structured through rules and strict roles for different relationships. The Buddha, however, thought the world was bitter and full of pain and suffering due to desire. Lao Tzu, finally, saw life as balanced and
0: sweet when fully understood. Sour, bitter, and sweet. All right, well, sounds like we're biased towards Lao Tzu. Let's hear more. So first off, Taoism
1: has a concept called Pu, spelled P-U, or the natural state of being. (laughs) Come on. Sorry. (laughs) So Pu is the Chinese equivalent of tabula rosa, you know? It suggests that all humans are born a blank slate with multiple potentials.
0: Whoa, like, Winnie the Pooh? That that almost feels intentional. What the heck? Mind your language. <laughs> and, weirdly enough, it's
1: not? The original author, a. a. Milne, saw a black bear at the zoo named Winnie and met a swan on a holiday called Pooh, so that's the that's story. But it almost makes too much sense. Winnie the blank
0: slate. You are blowing my mind here, wise one. Hey, hey, don't throw words like that
1: around. Let's not get too complimentary. Lao Tzu had a beef with wisdom.
0: Huh. Seems like a weird position for a philosopher. Doesn't philosophy mean love of wisdom? Ah, bro. Fantastic. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I'll try not to brush my shoulders off too
1: hard. Ow, man. Well, it may be counter-philosophical, but yeah, he's the famous guy. A quote of his is, The wise are not learned. The learned are not wise.
0: Oh man, I should have expected quotes like this. Oh, get ready. There's a ton.
1: What does that line even mean? Well, in a broad sense, learning impacts our ability to learn. Scholarly pursuits, in particular, have a tendency to limit our thinking into specific categories, you know? When ideas and thoughts are compartmentalized, it keeps us from being able to connect different ideas and thoughts. Mark Twain had the same idea when he said he never lets schooling get in the way of his education.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I dig that. I like that. It's like uh, it's like uh, math rock. What now? Math rock, it's uh, where mathematical principles and time signatures are used to create music. For instance, while most music is a four by four time signature, like our beautiful intro song, <laughs> Math rock will use 11 eight time signatures. That's different, but is it any good? No, Evans, no. No, but it's, it's technically impressive, so I don't know. That, that appeals to some people, I guess. Uh, <laughs> sorry to any Math Rock fans out there. Either way, it's a blending of two things that typically wouldn't have blended had they stayed in their respective categories, even if uh, making it a new category also kind of defeats the purpose, but, you, you know, you get what I'm saying.
1: Well, way to tie it in, so. <laughs> now, Winnie the Pooh, and I guess by extension Math Rock, are good examples of Taoist principles. But there's more to Taoism than principles for living, which is part of where it splinters from something like Stoicism, which we talked
0: about last week. Right, got distracted by pop culture references and forgot to ask, what exactly is Taoism?
1: Directly, the word Tao translates to path, or the way. (laughs) That's a pretty confident title. Well, I mean, it's one of the most popular philosophies in China, which has a population almost equivalent to what? 20% Twenty percent of the entire world, so he could probably brag a little bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm inclined to agree. Anyway, so Taoism is centered around the concept of Tao, which is a belief that there is a central and organizing force to the universe, and that we can come to experience Tao by living in harmony with ourselves and the universe. So,
0: is it a philosophy or a religion? Then, yes. <laughs>
1: So it kind of uses
0: both. Since we're
1: a philosophy podcast, we'll be treating it as a philosophy rather than a religion. Lao Tzu even said himself, I do not concern myself with gods and spirits, good or evil, nor do I serve any. That is, he said that if he existed.
0: Wait, he didn't exist? Maybe did, maybe didn't. Unimportant. Anyway. Well, you can't just drop a bombshell like that and skim past it. We can talk about it later.
1: Whether he was one dude or many dudes and or dudettes does not change the philosophy, you know? Fine. So the idea of the Tao is that it is the organizing force of the universe, which, though it may sound religious, it ties very nicely into modern
0: mathematics.
1: We basically have discovered many governing principles that uh, define the universe.
0: Lucky for Mr. Su that that panned out.
1: Mr. Lao, the Chinese family name comes before the first name. But that's neither here nor there.
0: Yeah, look at me, I'm heathen, I know things. He, me, me.
1: So the math pans out most of the time. Quantum physics can get pretty funky and a little bit weird.
0: Ooh, and maybe that's the Tao.
1: Ah, calm, dying horses.
0: Learn the philosophy before subscribing to it. But Lao Tzu said the wise are not learned. All right, you you got me there. <laughs> bam, crushing
1: it. The Taoists seem to link everything, mankind, Earth, all the way out into the cosmos. The more we are in line with our role in the cosmos, the closer we are to experiencing our connection
0: to it. Alright, that definitely hits all the religious marks, but how does that tie into philosophy?
1: Well, Taoists believe in finding your place in the universe, and that every being and creature is... Uniquely suited to a specific purpose. And finding that place and being comfortable with it is the philosophy.
0: Ooh, okay. It sounds like we're getting closer, but still kind of religious Alright,
1: here's the hard pivot. Taoists believe that when you experience great stress or turmoil, it's... Because you're attempting to do something that you're not specifically suited to do.
0: Oh, yeah, like when you drink more than a liver can reasonably handle. Ah, eh, some limits are more ambiguous. <laughs> I suppose you wouldn't call yourself a Dallas, then. What
1: I am or am not is not relevant. I merely exist to teach these philosophies. Mm. But a good example of this can be seen in Winnie the Pooh. Ah, and there's the tie-in. Tigger, actually, in particular, causes a lot of chaos in the Hundred Acre Woods, and these problems are caused by a denial of the role he fills. Being jumpy and annoying? Basically, yeah. (laughs) Though he has delusions of grandeur, much like myself, and thinks he can do everything.
0: Fly, swim, be like, you name it. Oh, I see. And when there's conflict in the story, it's because Tigger is trying to say fly, which he can't do. And everyone has to keep him from accidentally killing himself. Exactly. Doesn't that sound pretty limiting, though? I feel like that's putting us in a box and encouraging us not to step out of it.
1: It's not necessarily about
0: staying in your bubble, like how stoicism isn't about letting people walk all over you, but
1: the line is a little blurry.
0: And everyone's so fake. And everything is messed up. Clear as mud. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Still sounds like it's telling you not to expand your horizons.
1: No, no, far from it. What it's really saying is that if you feel undue stress or anxiety in what you're attempting, you may never have been meant for it. Like uh, a musician whose parents pushed him to be a lawyer.
0: Now it's sounding pretty Disney.
1: Well, Winnie the Pooh is Disney, so that makes sense.
0: You know, that reminds me of a scene from This Is Us, but oddly enough in the other direction tell us. Uh, So, This Is Us, by the way, is a heartwarming show with some fantastic writing that you should watch if you're feeling as wholesome as I do, perpetually all the time, but there's a nerdy character who finds out his biological father was a musician. The nerdy character is now a grown man, but feels like he missed out on being a musician and that he could have been with the guidance of his bio dad.
1: Oh, so he
0: feels he's lived his whole life, like, in the wrong role. Uh, Yeah, potentially. He feels that way, but boy, is he wrong. He tries to play a song on piano for his daughter's bring-your-parents-to-work day thing, and he absolutely bombs it. <laughs> he wasn't meant for it. Yeah. And he realizes he convinced himself that he uh, he convinced himself that he was to feel closer to his biological dad. However, his adoptive dad, who raised him, was an office worker. And this nerdy character sums it all up when he realizes and says, My dad wore a tie every day to work because he had to. I wear a tie every day to work because I want to.
1: Ooh. That is so wholesome.
0: And that's exactly (laughs) it right there.
1: The role of a musician was great for someone, and that someone was the bio dad. But only by trying to be something he wasn't did he experience, it sounds like, pretty great stress, and ultimately
0: failed Mm -hmm. like a chump. Oh, come on, don't be mean. Eh. I call it like it is. Alright, well, fair. Well, th- th- this makes sense. Uh, but I thought the concept of poo was that we're an uncarved block with infinite potential. Almost correct. The term is the same, but the idea is a bit different. Kind of
1: like how we were discussing earlier creating categories limits potential. An uncarved block is simple and can be used for many things and hasn't had its potential limited in any way yet. Basically, that you are open to, but unburdened by experience. And that gives you the option to find the right life experience for you.
0: Oh, that, that's pretty wholesome. Uh, the, the poor This Is Us guy charged a little too hard in that experience, though. Um... Okay, so the idea is that stress and anxiety are found by not fulfilling your purpose. That's also kind of based in psychology, what with uh, Miles Lowe's Hierarchy of Needs. Say that again? Uh, hierarchy of Needs? You can't say hierarchy properly, can you? <laughs> Unimportant! <laughs> but yes, the
1: hierarchy starts with basic human needs, but ends with self-actualization, if I remember correctly, or the idea of finding your purpose
0: or meaning in life. For some old Chinese dudes, they predicted a lot of math and science. It's why I would like
1: to call him wise, but
0: he wouldn't like that, probably. (laughs) Alright, so are there any other tenets of Taoism that I should know about? I think the best way to explain the philosophy is just to listen to some quotes. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah.
1: Get ready for the Lao Tzu, quote, rapid-fire round. Heaven help me. The more law and order are made prominent, the more thieves and robbers there will be.
0: Mm, That sounds anarchic. He who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. Mm, Sounds submissive.
1: All things in the world come from being, and being
0: comes from non-being. And that sounds way beyond my comprehension. Is everything paradoxical with this guy? The
1: words of truth are often
0: paradoxical. Oh, come on. <laughs> I did not make that's that a, one up as much as I would have loved to. No,
1: you must have. You you do make a great point, though. Taoism is fundamentally tied to the yin and yang. This idea of balance is fundamental to that concept of Taoism, and the reason why so many of these quotes are so infuriatingly
0: paradoxical. It, so yin and yang is that's like good and evil then, right? Quite the opposite, actually. Oh come on <laughs> So
1: <laughs> Taoists believe in balance, all things being equal, that nothing is inherently good or bad, just because or rather, just different sides of extremes and meeting somewhere in the middle is where the good is
0: oh so that's another place where this philosophy differs from stoicism oh yeah uh, yeah yeah. Where, where stoicism says practice having nothing so you're not upset when it happens Taoists would likely view that as a unbalanced extreme right
1: oh that's a that's a good distinction to draw yeah makes sense to me Taoists are those dudes in meetings who say I think we can find a middle ground
0: here oh <laughs> yeah I love those guys you would, you filthy conformist. Hey, now, be nice. Yep. Speaking of, it sounds like Taoists view conformity as a good thing. I don't know, I find that part a little uncomfortable. A punk rocker at heart, yep, that's the one I love. <laughs> that's the wholesome I know. Yeah, but like, conformity,
1: though. Right, so Taoists do use conformity as a guiding
0: principle, like we discussed earlier, but this is a philosophy for the outcasts. Another paradox. And this one sounds pretty punk rock. Kind of like quiet, soothing punk rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oxymoron. The idea is that if everyone is fully comfortable with who they are and what fulfills them, rather than trying to fulfill roles or squeeze into molds not meant for them, they will find contentedness. Our uniqueness will blend together harmoniously, rather than clash as different categories Taoists are very into
0: introspection for this very reason sheesh it's not just the quotes even the concepts are paradoxical and yet Taoists simply view that as harmony <laughs> oh that all circles back to the yin and yang it looks like good and evil but there's that little dot of the opposite color so like westerners tend to view that as combative like i was thinking it was good and evil but it seems like in eastern philosophy it's just blending or togetherness yes there it is. Yes, you're you're getting it. It's almost like us what? The yin and the yang. The heathen and the wholesome working together, seemingly at odds, but creating a beautiful harmony. No. That's stupid. Yeah, no, sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> as you should be. Well,
1: <laughs> like many philosophies, Taoism is complex and has plenty of nuances, but I think we've hit many of the major points here. Why don't you try and sum up what you
0: learned today? Oh, okay, okay. I think I got this. I believe in you, for the most part. Mm, thanks. Taoism is about finding your place in nature. In a religious context, that can be a universal purpose. In a philosoph- philosophical context, though, it's about not ignoring the specific gifts and values that you bring to the table and utilizing that for the betterment of not just yourself, but also of those around you. Should everyone find their specific purpose, this would contribute to harmony and flow. And in general, these concepts manifest as balance and conformity to your purpose, but not necessarily to society's defined purpose for you. Still going, still going. In life and in practice. Adherence to extremes is bad, and finding the middle point of any discussion, belief, or conflict is where you will find contentedness and your own specific flow.
1: Dang. I mean,
0: yes, most definitely.
1: Were you actually paying attention this time?
0: I could tell this one was kind of annoying you because it was a little more wishy-washy and kind of unspecific. That made it a much more delicious philosophy for me.
1: Hmm. All right.
0: We're shifting course for our next episode.
1: No, no. You did this two episodes about not being extreme in a row. You know it's time to be extreme. It is. Folks, join us next time for an episode on anarchy. Ooh, we're about to get
0: rowdy in here.
1: Maybe I can mix up the theme song a bit. Run wild, young stallion.
0: Run <laughs> wild. All right, let's do this. Wholesome and heathen do not endorse thinking you can fly when you can't, thinking you can swim when you can't, and learning to breathe underwater when you literally, physically cannot. Wholesome and heathen do, however, support learning to do those things as long as they fit into your grander universal plan, should such plan exist. They do not support any attempts to breathe underwater without accompanying apparati developed specifically for that purpose. Tell us what your universal grand plan is at wholesomeandheathen.com.